Hello. Um, this is my nightly podcast. I'm recording those when I cannot sleep at night. Uh, <laughs> it still happens to me sometimes. And um, in this first episode that I'm recording, I'm very much going kind of freestyling my way around it. But I am recording this to explain why I decided to open this business of mine and yeah and what happened really what happened to me that I decided to make this um, leap or huge jump forward because for me it's a huge jump really so um I call myself a CPTSD survivor. CPTSD, if, if uh, for those of you who are n- not aware with the term about, wait, not aware of the term. <laughs> um, so it's complex uh, post-traumatic um, stress syndrome. Um, yeah. CPTSD. Oh my God, this is the night time. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know the last letter. It doesn't matter. Uh, tell me in the comments. So, um, I have survived a lot of trauma in my life, and much of it, most of it, came from my childhood and adolescence, and there were various forms of trauma in my life. Um, and I guess I always had this inner knowing in me that I'm not just surviving this. I am also learning something to help others. I don't know exactly how, how I knew this or what was this inner knowing of mine, but I guess it kept me sane. Uh, in many situations where really there was no sanity or no compassion and there was a lot of cruelty. And three years ago, I experienced the uh, death of my father. And my father was my abuser. And... Uh, It happened while I was in Mexico. So I was a digital nomad and I was um, in the very beautiful city of Puebla at the time with my ex. And I just all of a sudden uh, got this uh, phone call from Israel telling me that my father had just died. And um, I have to go back to Israel to bury him because I'm the only relative or whatever that he has in Israel. That's a complicated uh, family situation that we have. In any case, um, I went back to uh, Israel and although I had not been in touch with my father, 
uh, it was like an on and off connection those years and that was extremely painful for me to hear that that was the way he died I mean it wasn't very clear uh, what exactly happened to him and following that um, well following that I started experiencing a lot of flashbacks and this is something that I know today that I can name this as emotional flashbacks I actually got the name from uh, Pete Walker's um, book that was the first place where I read about emotional flashbacks and that was like life changing for me so I started experiencing those following the death and the funeral and all those things. Um, and the thing with emotional flashbacks is that it's kind of like you experience this horrific emotion that is taking over your body, but you have no idea why you're experiencing such a bad emotion because cause much of it is based in childhood and sometimes those are either repressed memories or it those are things that happened to you, to us, um, before we even had uh, the ability to form memory so it could be things that happened to us when we were babies our mind was not developed enough our brain was not developed enough to process um, the very strong emotional experiences that happened to us and then those kinds of things somehow stayed in the body and we get triggered later on in life but we don't know uh, we don't have a memory of that. So that's what happens with emotional flashbacks. And that happened to me on, I would say, a daily basis for around one and a half to two years. And after following his death. And I think... The first year, I didn't have a clear picture at all of what was it that it was happening to me. I knew that it has to do with my childhood. I knew it has to be to do with the death, because the death of a person, of a, a father who was also an abuser, uh, is a very complicated thing. So I think after a year, some... Uh, mental memory started to kick in. So I started to form some memories that I used to have. Like, how, how can I explain this? Like, I used to have as a child or as a teenager even, I remembered that I had memories of my childhood. But to survive my adolescence years I repressed memories from my childhood and then in adulthood 
I was completely numbing myself. So from the age of 17, 18, I was just numbing myself completely with antidepressants and stuff like that. And or tranquilizers or whatever. So I it start it started coming back. So I remembered, for example, so memories that I used to have still at the age of 15 started to come come back. And then and then stuff from the age of 9 and then stuff from the age of 7 and and so on. And obviously it didn't kind of make the f- the picture full, but it was full enough for me to understand that my life and what I call my life is actually a very complicated, um, how should I call it even, like a picture <laughs> of a lot of events a lot of traumatic events really and <clears throat> and gradually um much of it i did with the help of writing and some work with my therapist that kind of weaving together those memories and having those memories in my case i wouldn't recommend anyone to try and go f- through exposure therapy as i did cuz it was hell but in my case um there is one thing that this allowed me and it allowed me the c- clear knowing that none of what happened to me was my fault um cause i always had this inner critic with me commenting constantly on anything that i was doing or feeling or doesn't matter what constantly telling me that everything is my fault even at the age of 29 30 31 i only i think i finally got rid of it at just last year i'm 33 today i mean these days so completely um <laughs> i mean i was about to say completely crazy and it is in a way crazy cause the amount of suffering that i not only did i suffer in childhood and adolescence but also carrying that into adulthood is just like beyond really so I was getting <laughs> somewhere <laughs> with this story. Um, so I'm going back to to those emotional flashbacks and how they eventually um, were transitioned transitioned into an emotion with a clear knowing, with a mental knowing of where this emotion is coming from and what exactly happened to me. So I managed to understand that, to grasp that. 
and that helped me. That thing specifically in my case was helpful. And in the last year of this very excruciating journey, so say from the age of, let's say summer of 2021 till this summer 2022, I knew I was taking like my last steps towards finding myself and finding my path and or maybe better to say forming my path um but i was very much in the dark yet in in the sense of not knowing exactly where i'm going cause i didn't have just you know a teacher or a guru or like i had supportive some supportive people around me i had i still have very good friends um and but i didn't have any type of you know figure as myself that i could draw inspiration from directly And I think sometimes it's very important to have that figure if we're not too attached to it, to him, her, them. Um, and, then, and then gradually understood that I am having this kind of a journey because I want to be or learn, better to say, how to be that figure for other people. Um, So it's very it was extremely important for me to go through this journey somewhat alone because then I would have the clear knowing of um how to help people who resonate with my path. Now it doesn't make me, you know, some <laughs> it's important to say because someone just commented Uh, and told me commented on this uh on my journey, someone very close to me actually, and said, "Why are you so sure that you can help others and I thought, well, well, first, I didn't say anything or I didn't even comment because i I didn't know what to say, but then what I thought about it i I said, Well, if not me, then who I mean, if the people Who are going through those horrific things uh if it's not them that can later on lead others to survive, who is going to do that? I mean, I have nothing against therapy, but a person who hasn't gone through those things doesn't really know like doesn't really know how to mm, pull. You know others, and how to help them to get to the other side, so this is my intention behind this business that I'm building. Um, my intention is to get to very driven people who have a lot of beautiful things to offer to this world. 
but the certain things are stopping them and are hurting them and I wish to create um, really a better a better world through that um, sounds like uh, sounds like a cliche but what I mean is that if the wounded people uh, were able to see how beautiful they actually are in my view that's a much better world so on that note I'm gonna go to sleep and I wish you a very good evening or morning or afternoon wherever you are good night